friends, just a quick note before we get this episode started. This is the last episode of this season. I'm going to be taking a break after this episode airs and coming back in a couple months with season two and we're going to shake things up. Um, I'll talk about it more at the end of this episode, but just a quick note, I just want to thank everyone for listening to this season and for all the great feedback I've gotten over the past few months. My guest this week is Erin Newby. She's the designer behind our new podcast artwork. Again, thanks for listening and talk to you soon. Bye. Welcome to the season finale of The House Must Be Full. Thanks for having me. My guest today is Erin Newby. She's a designer and she actually designed the new artwork for the podcast. I did. And it's gorgeous. I've been getting a lot of compliments I'm on it. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. And it's like a, I love the colors and it's so happy and like, I don't know, it's just like a, a pretty thing that like my other um, logo was kind of janky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I'm, I fully like illustrated all that out too, so all that's like custom for you. Yeah. yeah, what was that? What was your process like? Um, I took the inspiration that you gave me and then just started playing around with it. Um, this project was a lot different than some of the other projects that I've worked on because a lot of other people they just want stuff that's like really minimal, not as playful, and uh-huh. just not as creative. So I just like explored a few concepts, sent them over to you. Um, and we just like finalize something. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Um, so, what's your experience with Full House? Your background, like growing up with it. Did um, you grow with it at all? Did you watch it? Yeah, but maybe not as much as other people. Like maybe an episode here or there, um, but it wasn't really a staple in my household growing up. So, yeah, that's my. What did you think about it then? Did you like it? it? I thought it was funny. I thought it was like the the counter show to Family Matters. Like, really? Yeah, kind of. Just like because I when I think of like people in a house, um, those type of sitcoms, that's one of the things that comes to mind. Like from the nineties, Family Matters, Full House. Yeah, yeah. You know, what do you think about it now? Like, what's your impression as an adult? I think it? it's hilarious. Really? Yeah. <laughs> were you you were because yeah. la- you were laughing when we wa- we just rewatched the episode we're talking about today, and like you you were actually laughing. Those are real, like yeah, those are real laughs. Because I'm like, yeah, that's the thing when I when I've been rewatching it for the podcast, like I've been like genuinely entertained and like impressed, especially with like Jody Sweet and Stephanie, like the the early episodes when she was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. She's a really talented actress. Like she had great comedic timing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm still like surprised at how. Like, I still don't know if it's just, like, me being nostalgic and that's why it's good. But, like, but for you, since you're not nostalgic about it. Right. I still thought it was entertaining. I thought yeah. it was hilarious, so. Yeah. That's good to know. Because I feel like, I always, I still feel, like, a little crazy <laughs> doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, am I crazy for liking this? Like, I'm just, like, so delusional that I just see, I'm no. just so easily amused by it. But, yeah. It's, no. That's good to know. Hmm. All right. So, and, so this episode is, we're talking about... The now yeah. infamous episode because it sort of like foreshadowed Lori Lachlan scamming to get her yes. kids into school. Yes. And in this episode, John Samos, Uncle Jesse scams to get the boys into preschool. Yeah. And she's not aware of it, but like, it's so funny <laughs> how like it comes full circle. Art imitates life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> life imitates art. So, um, and also, this is like sort of like a on the cuff, off the, on the, off the fly, on the fly episode oh, where okay. like, um, I wasn't planning on doing this episode or like even recording this week. Um, be, but then like the whole college cheating right. scandal happened. I was like, I just like, let me just do it and see. Yeah. Everything yeah. Um, so 
for those of you who don't know, there, I don't know how you don't know this, but like this whole, you didn't know though. I didn't know. <laughs> I just found out earlier today. So apparently the there's like at least 500 families were involved over the past like, I think 15 years Oof. doing a, doing a scam to get their rich kids into college. Right. And paying this one man and like he, he was based in Southern California and they were paying him to do all kinds of like things, a variety of things. One way was to like cheat on the SATs by yeah. either having someone else take the test for the kids or giving special like leniency to the kids and take the test on longer yeah. for longer. But then also having the proctor change their answers to their yeah. essay, to their exams. Yeah. So that's one way. Another way was um, photoshopping the faces yeah. on the <laughs> photoshopping their kids' face onto like sports playing sports. Teams. Yeah, yeah, and then like saying lying and then saying that like their kid was like on a sports team in high school, right. therefore should, they should get a scholarship right. or get into school because they're playing a sport. And like it was always like these like weird like either crew which like no there there wasn't like a high school crew team unless you're like in a very wealthy prep school or something. Exactly. Yes. Um, or like lacrosse or like there was a tennis a kid who like who's actually involved one of the kids like got his head photoshopped in, on a tennis player <laughs> and like but he was in on it like he like helped like with oh. that yeah so some of the kids knew oh. about it yeah like I thought this was all done behind their backs by the parents and no and then like the, in the article I sent there was like one kid who provided his handwriting sample Jesus wow so like someone else was like yeah use this it's like gorgeous handwriting gorgeous handwriting yeah um what else was there oh yeah so Lori Laughlin she her thing was that like for both her daughters she got them both at the USC and like she spent like they spent half a million dollars Jesus which like that college Jesus. like for like paying like out of pocket for that school isn't half a million I don't think so she paid more to get them into the school yeah some of them paid like a to... million yeah some people may pay like a straight million dollars now someone paid two point something million dollars to get their kids into Yale but that's that's more than a tuition yeah Jesus, I'm guessing they're they're looking at the long term benefits. Of- I think it's all like for the parents' clout, yeah. you know. Because I feel oh, like de- definitely. Because yeah, like definitely. Her daughter Lori Loftus' daughter was clear about how she didn't even want to go to college. Right. Well, she shouldn't. She didn't need to because like you're already wealthy, you're already privileged, and you already like are in YouTube. She was a YouTuber before that she went to college anyway. So like she like her mom forced her to like go to USC when like she clearly didn't want to go. Exactly. Wait, but what was she doing? Like, what is her what does she do to make money? Like, why is she... How is she a YouTube influencer? What does she influence? She's just pretty and white and young. Oh, got it. Okay. It's like she had, like, the... It's like the whole, like, that aesthetic that she brings is just, like, being pretty and, like, wealthy and, like, the whole, like, lifestyle blogging thing, which is, like, really she's, popular. like, so basic, though. I mean, not, aren't they all, though? It's just, yeah. like, it's not that hard to, like, get a following and it's, like... That's true. And then also, she... And then she got a lot of, like, um, sponsorships through YouTube, like, Sephora... Um, Amazon student, um, right? Because didn't they like decorate her whole? Yeah. Apartment? Wow. Yeah, and they but she got dropped by all of them. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I know, so when I first heard about it, like at first my first reaction was, "Oh, this is dumb. Like these people are, are dumb. The parents are dumb for like going through these hoops for like a college education, which isn't even worth it because they're already wealthy. Like it's not the college is like you have to weigh it out if you if you should go anyway. Like it's not a guarantee that everyone should go to college in the first right. place. But then plus the kids didn't want to go. Plus the kids are too dumb to go. Plus, they're paying more than the college tuition is worth. It's like, oh, but how about how about you like dumb things they did to like illegally to to get these kids into these schools? Yeah, so I was like, I was like, this is so stupid, and I was like, kind of like amused, but also like kind of like what, like why at first? 
Yeah, I'm, I, I, at my first reaction, I was definitely amused. Yeah, you know. But like after, since I've been sitting on it for a few days longer than you have, like now I'm angry. Okay. <laughs> so I'm thinking about like Privilege. my yeah my and my how hard I had to work by myself to get into college. Like I went to a private university. Well, I didn't need to do that. <laughs> like no one needs to go to <laughs> private school, especially if you're poor like me, and I had to like pay so much money to get in um, or to like go to school yeah but like I worked by myself like I did all my ACT studying by myself I like because I'm the first generation to go to a four-year school in my family so I had to like figure it out myself and I had to figure out like which schools to apply for how to apply for them how to like fill out financial aid stuff like Mm. how to like I had to study but for the ACT by myself like no one like pushed me to do this stuff I had to do it by myself um and like to have like someone just like and then I went to school and I was like smart and like had to go to class with these really dumb kids okay. who were asking like, cause like, I don't know if it was like the same for you in your school, but like at BU, we had like a lot of kids who like just talk to get participation points and just like say nothing of any value at all. And like <laughs> basically waste everybody's time saying dumb stuff. Um, I have, I don't want to out myself here, <laughs> but I was that person. <laughs> um, I did the bare minimum to get the points that I needed to, um, get to the next step you know but I feel like you're smart I feel like there's a difference between because I feel like you were talking about how like skipping classes and stuff like yeah. I did that too like my junior senior year because like but I was smart and like I right like, that's I, mean, why I, I like, did, did the bare minimum I did the minimum to get my, my good grades to like, be look out of my transcript but then like I like peaced out yeah that was, and I would like go other places and like yeah it was it was I didn't have to go to class to pass the test because mm-hmm. I already knew all the material exactly. that was on there so it was like why would I sit here and just waste my time yeah I would just like go to the computer lab or like yeah and in my, my case co- I was sometimes I like skip class to go fill out my applications in the computer uh-huh. lab you know yeah or just like go to the drama room and just hang out with my friends there yeah but I, yeah it's like after a certain point if like if you're good enough I was like definitely like wasn't challenged so it was easy for me to right. just like peace out whenever yeah. you know yeah so the difference between that kind of slacking off and like just being dumb, just like straight up dumb and slacking off at the same time. Okay. Yeah. There is definitely a difference there. Um, I can't imagine being dumb and slacking off at the same time. It's I mean, like how lazy. Yeah. But then they got privilege on their side. And that's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's all like angry about like the privilege of it all. And like how so many like usually brown kids work so hard to get into school and yeah. like when they get there get accused of being there just because of affirmative action Ugh. and like you just didn't really, you didn't really earn your way there like the shit they had to deal with if they go to like me I went to a predominantly white school mm-hmm. and like the shit I had to deal with like people just like second guessing why I'm there when like it's clear because I went to school with kids who like parents own idols and stuff and like we're like some I have like some royalty and like like Middle Eastern royalty wow. you know okay someone did that with, with those kind of kids and I was like you're and they're dumb you know yeah so it's like it was just I'm, I'm just like angry right now <laughs> okay yeah I went to a, a public college and I did not experience any of that because I just felt like there wasn't a lot of elitism running around mm-hmm. it, it was it was it was sports um and partying so no one was actually looking at like Grades, like I don't think that that was the sole focus for a lot of the kids that went to the college that I went to. So yeah, me it wasn't even a good. Isn't that that like kind of elite school either? It's like it's like a safety school. Like okay. if you're like if you didn't get to like a real Ivy League, like BU was like a nice like safety school. It's like prestigious sort of, but like not yeah. really. You know? Okay. Yeah. So it's like huh? Because that's not. It wasn't like a really small. It's it's huge. BU is huge. Oh yeah, but it was private. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're talking about 
season six, episode 15, Be True to Your Preschool. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is like, it's gone viral now because like people have been posting clips of the episode online. Oh, of course. Of like that course. scene it's when like they're in the preschool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like how she was involved in the scam. I don't know how I feel. Do you think she should like, the backlash against her is appropriate? Like, do you think she should have lost her job at Hallmark and, like, her Fuller House gig? Do you think that's Yes, fair? I do. Um, because it's like, she's lying. She's she's doing all of these things. And she still wants to be seen as this, like, this wholesome woman mm. working in all these positions. Like, absolutely not. You are canceled. Yeah. Especially, you know? like, her daughter, too. Like, especially because her daughter is, like, a, she, like, she, like right. her brand became her student status, too. Right. And then not only that, her her daughter went on air and says that she does not care about college, you know? Which, again, like, if you're a parent, like, I can't under... I think that's, like, so... I'm so far removed from that mentality of, like, forcing... being. First of all, I'm not a parent, so I don't know what that's like, but I'm not a rich parent. I'm not a parent who needs that kind of clout. Same, So it's like, I just don't understand forcing your kid who clearly... One, isn't smart enough, and two, doesn't want to go to school... To actually go to to school? To go through that length... To get them to go to school, the clout—it's purely, purely the clout of their rich parents saying that they got their kids into X school, you know. Which is wild, cause like why USC? I mean, not UCLA at least, because like that UCLA has like a really strong film and TV. There's a bunch of like it's a very like Hollywood school to go to, but it's nice enough. But also, it's like not that. I don't know. It's like it's not as tough. Yeah, but okay. USC is like. It's not Stanford. It's not like why why USC of all schools to lie spend half a million dollars. Do they have like a legacy there? No, because Lori. That's the thing that like she said she didn't go to college. Neither did her husband. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. Maybe because I feel like yeah, they weren't smart enough to understand. Wow. Maybe that's part of it. You know. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So let's talk about the episode. Okay. All right, so the code open, like, we're going to breeze through it. I know my, like, I go through beat by beat every okay, episode. Okay, except you. Um, but we're, I didn't, like, take a lot ex, as ex, ex, intense notes on this episode. Okay. As I did last time. But we're just, like, breeze through. And you stop me when you, like, want to talk about, like, little details about okay. it that you noticed. Okay. Okay. So the code open is Stephanie and Michelle are reading DJ's diary in her bedroom. Yes. Do you, like... You have sisters, right? Yep, two sisters. Did you, like, have that experience of, like... Absolutely. I, nothing was private. Nothing was sacred. Really? Nothing. Did you have a diary? Yes. And did, did they, they read, read it? it? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it? Yes. And that used to frustrate the living hell out of me because... Did, did that change how you, like, your, your private... Or, like, what you did to, like, hide it or whatever? Yeah. I started hiding, like, putting things that I wanted to be private in the basement. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> did that work? Do you think it's... Because I feel like when I look back at, like, things I did to keep my secrets, mm-hmm. how, like, there was nowhere to hide when you think about it. Like, someone probably because saw Because of your sisters? Because, of, like, our house was, like, small, so tiny and, like... I don't know. It's like, people were just always in stuff. So, I was like, there's... Yeah. You really someone have to go out ran. of your way to mm-hmm. actually hide something. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I definitely read my sister's diary. Did you? I for sure. Would do, well, do you want her? Did you want her reading yours? No. Did she? She probably did. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> she must have. But yeah, I was like, I don't know what I expected. Like we didn't have lives. Right. That's what's like. It was all angsty though. It's probably like I just our emotions unloading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. And then the first scene is Jesse, Becky, and the twins in the backyard with their friends. Right. Um, their bougie friends. And they're talking about their kid, Cooper, who's advanced 
and how they're trying to get him into a nice preschool. Right. And they're like trying to like they like they're trying to like on like influence Becky and Jesse to think that they need to yep. send their kids yep. to a nice preschool. Mm-hmm. Which are you was that part of your life? Um Yes, but only because okay. Only because my um my grandmother really wanted us to go to all the best schools. And so she really influenced my parents to push them to put us in the best places. Cuz I grew up I didn't I didn't I didn't grow up with that with um a lot of money, but my grand my grandparents did. So they would like give my mother and my father um money to put us in all these private schools cuz nice. they wanted us to have the best education. So I guess. Do what was it preschool? Do you remember? Was that? Did you go to nice preschool or an elementary school? Was it like that young? Yeah, it was that young. I went to Lutheran. Do you know? Do you remember uh, taking a test to get in? Oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't in that situation, but I remember like there there must be a test that you have to like, or after two tests to take you to get into like even like normal pre K. Because I remember taking my preschool like examination because I remember mm-hmm. I was too smart to go or I was like I didn't have to go to preschool because I like I like I remember the test they gave me to like it was like looking at pictures and like naming the pictures oh and I remember like naming this is a fruit and I was like I remember like saying seeing a van and like being able to say this is a van not not it's just a car or like a truck I saying this is a van oh. I remember like the, te- the like examiner being like impressed I could tell it was a van this is this is what preschool yeah Jesus. And I remember, like, have only having to visit preschool. Like, I would just, like, show up every now and then to, like, socialize with kids. Oh. So I was home with my mom because I didn't have to go to preschool. Wow. And I remember, like, being so annoyed at being, like, around those, like, what? slower preschoolers. <laughs> like, I remember, like, them, like, going to go to the days of the week. And I was, like, I'm above this. I was, like, bored. Because it's, like, the teacher was asking them what day the day was. She was, like, pointing at Tuesday. Uh-huh. And I was, like, it's Tuesday. And, like, but, like, no one would answer because they didn't understand. I don't know. They just wouldn't tell her what day it was. And I was, like, it's Tuesday. God. <laughs> and she was, like, so impressed. I was, like, this is dumb. Like, I'm wasting my time. I don't want to be here. I was, like, so annoyed. But did you, how were you able to know these things in preschool? Because I'm sure I may not have known what Tuesday was. Oh, my mom was like, I think I was just, I don't know. My mom taught us stuff okay. at home. It wasn't like, she wouldn't, she didn't like drill us with flashcards and stuff. She just like had stuff around. Like, I think I was curious. I like reading. So like, and she would like help me read. Cause I like, I think I was really like insisting that she teach me to like read certain words. So yeah. I, that like helped. So I could read. So like, I can tell it was Tuesday. Okay. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I just remember, yeah, it's like, Preschool is interesting. <laughs> and how, but I don't know. It's like, but I'm fine without going to like an elite preschool. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so like they, Cooper is like this like genius apparently. I was, I had a question for you like when I, like I sent out like prompt for you of like, do you think, you probably won't know because I don't know, like is Cooper actually gifted? Like, do you think he's a gifted kid? Um, he, but they are young. They look very young. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's this is this is the guy that um, he's like. Oh, you talk well, yeah. The young one. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know, honestly, like I feel like he was more advanced than the twins. I think another thing that this episode is like them trying to like paint Nikki and Alex as like slower. Like, yeah, that's but they were exactly doing they were like doing. really normal things, right? Cause For like, that age, because they look like they're two, which is like super young. That is, they're just like kind of like playing with blocks and like not really building anything with it right. I feel like I don't know like the way they were framing Nikki and Alex is like dumber or like slower yeah 
but what, kids. But that, that, the other little boy, he was, what, two years old, too? Yeah, they were the same age, and they were trying to get him into preschool just like them. Mm. But the twins ended up making it in, though. Yeah, so Cooper must have gotten in. I mean, yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope Then again, they're, like, the twist about, like, them trying to see how they relate to the parents. Like, maybe Cooper wasn't relating well to his parents, so he didn't get in. You never know. Yeah, that, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even think about that. Okay. <laughs> then the scene ends with Cooper building that huge tower of blocks and then right. reciting the alphabet out of right. nowhere. Out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, why is he Unprompted. doing this right now? <laughs> Such a show off. I know. <laughs> so then the second scene is um, in the kitchen um, and Danny's going down. Danny's going to go on a bike ride. He's like going on this new like bike riding kick. Right. And I remember, I don't know if you know, if you've listened to the podcast, but I'm, like, newly attracted to, the, to Danny Tanner. It's a new thing now that, like, after watching the show. I mean, he is cute, though, in, like, a, a very fatherly type of way. That's the thing. I feel like I'm attracted to him being a good dad because, like, yeah. I've been learning through rewatching that Danny Tanner is actually a really good dad hmm. and, and gives good advice. Okay. He's emotionally intelligent. Like, he is, like, really, like emotionally intelligent advice to his daughters and I feel like I'm more attracted to that so like when I saw him in his bike outfit I was like oh yes <laughs> spandex <laughs> I mean I saw him I was like he needs to put on some pants I know I was, no, I was like, no just let it go let it fly you look good um, yeah like this scene is about Kimmy getting her driver's license because that's the B story mm-hmm. in this episode is Kimmy being able to drive how old is she? apparently she's she's 16 she, she must looks be. like she's 13, 14 or yeah. is it just because like Teenagers in like nowadays look so much older. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess that because like she yeah, she's sixteen. I feel like, and all the actors were like true to their age in the show. So like the actress oh. was actually sixteen too, or like okay. around that age. Okay. So yeah, it must be like now kids, sixteen year olds with like their twenty seven year olds. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hold on, why is she driving? No, yeah, she's no, she's too young. So Kimmy gets her license. Apparently, the one thing she's good at is driving. <laughs> <laughs> they, that was I thought that was kind of a jab. They're, oh, they hate Kimmy. Why? So what, she's like always there. Okay, I don't just know. Actually, I'm like neighbor. That's the thing is like I'm not, I'm not really sure why they don't like her because she's a fun time. Kimmy's yeah. like a fun friend and like, but she's always there. Her feet stink. Apparently, is a running gag. Her feet stink. <laughs> okay. She eats a lot of food and she's kind of like smart mouthy. Okay. But they like hate her, <laughs> as you yeah, can tell. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Maybe you know? I'll like I'll play a clip now of that little exchange. Okay. Tesco. Terrible. He's the best driver I've ever been with. Even the maps were folded correctly. What did I tell you, Dad? Kimmy was born to drive. I knew there was a reason. <laughs> All right. I don't know what to say. You're a natural, Kimmy. I just, I actually feel secure with you kids in the car with her. Tomorrow, you can all take a ride in the wild thing. Great, let's hit the mall. Let's hit Binge Burger. Let's hit Vegas. (laughs) I feel lucky. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so Kimmy is... They want Kimmy to be able to take them to the mall. Right. So Danny takes her onto like, a, gives her a real test, like, so she can prove that she's actually a good driver. Yep. And it turns out she is. Right. I was surprised. Yeah. I was surprised. I'm like, okay. Which, by I- the way, yeah, I'm like retaking, I'm trying to get my driver's license again because okay. I let it expire. So after three years in New York, you have to like retake everything. Jesus. So I just <laughs> took the permit test. I got my permit now. Okay. But now I have to go do a five hour driving school. You do. Yeah, you have to do five hours of driver school, and then you have to take a road test again. 
So I'm like, I'm like, you have to take a five hour course now. Jeez, are you nervous? No, it's just like the course part is easy. Like the, you just have to sit and like be taught the rules of the road. Yeah. Then I have to take a road test, which I'm actually kind of like nervous about. Yeah, because New York, New York drivers are really aggressive. Yeah. I mean, I've really driven aggressive. in New York before. Oh. I have, but like it's been a while. I haven't, it's been three years since I've driven. Okay. Um, and the last, my, my last, I got my driver's license through driver's ed. So it's like yeah. really a comfortable yeah it's like through the course of a year and also like i was just like with my teacher who i'd known since i was in elementary school like he followed us to high school basically so it was like really comfortable around him and like he was like very like patient and also like the middle of nowhere in alabama too so like oh. driving was so easy yeah okay it wasn't that, tr- that challenging to like right. drive around there so i don't know i didn't have a driver's ed in my high school i had to like take i didn't get my driver's license until like eight 18 years old mm-hmm. and then i lost it a year later and i have not driven you lost. Well, you lost the actual thing. My actual driver's license, and then and you, so you kind of like gotten. Re- you didn't get it replaced. No, I was just. I got really lazy. So you haven't driven since. No, I don't trust me behind the seat of any car at any time. Ever. But that's how I feel. Like, yeah, I feel like that's how it is. Like, you feel like you're. You have to like. Driving is a nervous thing for me too. Like, I'm I'm a nervous driver, but yeah. I'm very good. Like, I feel like I. I'm good. I'm a good driver. I haven't gotten into any accidents, accidents or anything. Knock on yeah. wood. Okay. Um, but yeah, but like once. As every the thought of like before I get into the car is always like kind of nervous because like I was like yeah because anything could happen right you know yeah but no but even when I was getting my driver's license I think I I failed the road test I think twice and the first one I was on the freeway and I'm almost like ran into a van see that's yeah. that's just like I don't, I just I'm a very nervous driver because yeah. of things like that because I just don't trust myself I understand yeah. yeah so it's like I'm like nervous but also like once you get into the groove of it like it's, it's so relaxing. Cause I'm going to, I want to get it like renewed in time for my LA trip. Cause I like mm-hmm. want to experience driving around LA, listening to Robin as oh, like an actual nice. stable adult. Yeah. So last time I was in LA, like the Robin was a the theme song to my LA driving. Like uh-huh. while I was driving from my internship to my crappy apartment. <laughs> um, so I want to redo that like as like a stable <laughs> adult okay. with the income. Um, but I can't. Why? Oh, cause you want, you want it's not, your... I won't have it in time. Oh yeah. You can't drive it on a permit though. Not with not by myself. I need Got someone it. to drive with me. Okay. But I kept I can't rent a car though. Right. So. All right. Where are we? Oh yeah. So then we're back um, upstairs with Jesse and Becky going over the application to get into. Um, it's called Bowton Hall. Yeah. Preschool. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, uh, Joey ruins her laundry and that prompts Becky to leave, and so Joey plants the seed into. Um, Jesse's head that he should lie on the application. Yep. Oh, by the way, the, the application had like really like dense questions that they couldn't really decipher. Yeah, because they read one off and I didn't even understand it. And they were asking like, what shape your kid is most familiar with. That was Who the knows an answer to that question? <laughs> it was like a really pretentious way to ask that question. Yeah. You know? um, so yeah, Joey plants the seats like maybe he should embellish the kid's right. application. In which they started to with a would bilingual, you do that? Trilingual. Maybe not to that extent of saying your kids bilingual. Would you like? What would you? Would you hype up your kids' abilities to get into that uh, preschool? If you want me to be completely honest yeah. here, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say my child is trilingual when they don't even understand. They can't even speak English. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm so curious. I'm asking because I don't know if what I would do because like. Cause I'm so I'm I'm so far removed yet from the idea of having kids. Period. Okay. So like it's like I don't know. I, I want to say no because I don't care, but also like maybe I'll change if I had a kid. You know. But let's think about it. Like, would you beef up your resume? 
Oh, I do all the time. <laughs> then what's, then how is it any different? Or like, I just like, yeah, you just like, yeah, okay, I get it. So you just don't go completely outlandish. Though. Yeah, you just like, yeah, you, yeah, okay. Yeah, right? So like, that's probably a yes, I would like embellish. <laughs> you gotta sell yourself. Also, like, men do it all the time. Exactly. Like, exactly. Thus, Jesse lying. He does, he's a man, he does it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, um, okay. And so they do that. They call him their unbelievably lingual kids. Right. It's bilingual, then trilingual, and they'll say, oh no, they're unbelievably lingual. <laughs> Meanwhile, they can't speak English. I thought that English. was funny, exactly. <laughs> Um. So then, um, after they're back in the kitchen with the driving thing with Kimmy, and then they're back from Kimmy's drive road test, and right. turns out she is a really good driver. Yes. and she's good enough to take the girls out mm-hmm. on a road trip or to the mall, really. Um, and then meanwhile, Becky tells Jesse that the 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 school wants to meet them. Yes, and they want to like assess um, their abilities. Right, and then it, I think it hits him that like, oh. Sh- can I cuss on here? Yeah. Oh, okay, like, oh, shit. And I got to actually, like, face all to all, face up to all this lying that I did. And also said. the afternoon, too. It was, like, a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, and I also know, I noticed that, like, in this, like, they try to, they dress down Becky. Normally, Becky, you probably wouldn't know, but Becky, Becky's normally, like, looking amazing. Mm-hmm. Her fashion in the show is actually kind of amazing and, like, on point all the time. Yeah. But in that scene, she's, like, really looking run down. And oh, messy. is that that's the scene where she says I got to take these boys to take to, a, take a bath because they look smarter when they want to take a bath. Yeah, but she does dress amazing though. Like when they went to not to jump ahead or anything, but yeah. when they went to the um, the little interview thing with the boys, I was like, wow, she yeah. looks stunning. Yeah, she looks she's a gorgeous. Her character actually looks an amazing like amazing fashion wise. Like it's yeah. on the wear now. Yeah. Too. Um. So yeah, and her hair is always amazing. Mm-hmm. Stuff from that scene when she's like trying to like get the talking about the boys being messy and like she's looking messy too. Yeah. It's a good justification about how like they're out of their league with a preschool. Oh, I didn't catch that. But yeah, yeah that definitely is though. I'm trying to show the justification of like them looking run down but trying to get this like a hoity toity. Like, yeah. right, watch the kids working girls and meet these fancy people. You know? Right. Although, I just have a question. Why did he show up with a suit and a shirt that was... Ooh, yes. <laughs> okay, let's get there. Because yeah, they're in Fountain Hall. He, what did I put? He's wearing an open zipped blouse with yes. gold chains. What was that? I'm like, where are you going? With like a lounge singer S suit that's kind of like flowy and yes. loosey with like his chest hair out and gold like, chains. On. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Did he right. have on tennis shoes? Because he, he likes to wear that suit with like tennis shoes sometimes too. Oh, uh, that's can, like a suit that he wears. Yeah. Or like that kind of fabric, like yeah. kind of like loose fabric with an open chest. Yeah, it's a thing he does sometimes. And meanwhile, she's looking nice. Yeah, she looked appropriate. He looks for like her. a grifter, like a shady character, <laughs> he did. like selling gold chains on the sidewalk. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my. Well, was that to try to contrast? Um, I think it was like to show like he's like a skeevy looking guy. He right. did the skeevy thing to get into the preschool. Meanwhile, she's looking prim and proper and white. And then she also confesses the truth mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's her to show that, show that kind of contrast too. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they're in Mountain Hall <laughs> looking like that. Um. And also, that it's, I think it's interesting how the black woman in this episode is the gatekeeper to get into the prestigious school. I like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Well, in real life, it's always reversed. It's, in real life, yes. So like, I like that. Also, I appreciate in the nineties that happens a lot where they show they had like put black people like in really, really, yeah, in like really like hoity-toity positions. Huh, I didn't yeah, it was a that. theme in the nineties. I've noticed. Um, I like a theme in television. Yeah, to have like black people like looking prestigious, like Good. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That oh, whole thing. There yeah. was a private school in that show. Family Matters, um, coffee show, obviously. Right. Yeah, they were always like middle class, upper middle class. Yeah. 
You don't see too much of that nowadays. No, which boils my blood. Right? Mine too. Um, and then, meanwhile, she goes to, to, behind a two-way mirror to observe them. I thought that was a little shady. Like, is that normal for things like that? I don't know. Because then again, like, Hollywood, wrote, Hollywood writers wrote this, and I'm sure, like, they're, like, well-to-do. The kids probably went to private school right. as, a writer, as, like, television executives and stuff, so maybe, like, it is. But yeah. also, like, it's pretty obvious a two-way mirror, though. That's obviously a two-way mirror. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they should have known. Yeah. Just like in real life, they should have known that it's a scam that's going to get caught. Like, they, Jesse should have realized it's too many, too many It's a scam that's going to get caught, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Bad decisions. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So then, like, that was, like, moment. I, I'm kind of, like, hard to, like, they didn't observe for that long. No, they didn't. I guess they were, they just wanted to just to see for a few minutes how they interacted and, I don't know. There was like nothing. It was cute. It was a cute moment where like Jesse was trying to show them how to part their hair, like shake their hair out. That was cute. That was cute. Um, So then, but the she comes back in and then Becky immediately confesses, basically, right? Because like, oh yeah, Jesse said he's an ambassador. Yes. What (laughs) was that? (laughs) And the 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 last names. What what were the last names that they were using? No, Kasopoulos is a real last name. Oh, that's a real last name. (laughs) They didn't lie about that. Stage name for make make them sound prestigious. Um. Yeah. So then. Um. Yeah. And then she just thinks that like she he melts in on like being an ambassador and that they're multilingual or maybe right. Yeah. I think yeah, those were the two. That was the the languages and then the ambassadors. Because I think she asked, um, so what language is best for the kids? Mm. Huh. But then she's okay with them lying. If you're a that headmaster, crazy, right? how would you feel about that? Would you? Like, I would not be okay with that. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of times dealing the hardest part, like one of the hard parts of being a teacher, is like dealing with the parents. Yes. So if you're like, if you have parents who lie or like that kind of skeevy in your school, like work, like you have to work with them and see them a lot. Right. Like how can you trust them? Exactly. That would be like, no, you can't. You're. I understand you want the best, what's best for your kids, but like you can't lie and like to that stunts. degree. Exactly. Like they you they completely fabricated a lot of different things. My thing is like, okay, maybe embellish here or there, and she the the lady won't even catch it. But like you just straight up lie. That's your job too. Like what? That's like a safety thing. <laughs> right. Like we're trying to find you, and you're saying you're an ambassador. Like what the hell? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, they get an interview despite their lying. Right. Which blew that blew my mind. I didn't know how that that happened. Meanwhile. They're the car thing. They're oh, <laughs> oh my god! My First thing, of all, who does that? Who gets out of the car? I was gonna say, is that a thing? Is that a game? I'm not aware I, of. I, I, I don't. I'm not aware of it either. If it is, because like ghost riding is what is that? What's ghost riding? I well, okay, like ghost. I think E40. Can I go here? Yeah. E40 um, uh, had a song. It was like Ghost Ride the Web. Is when they'll like open the car door, and I think somehow or whatever like not being in the car where the car is moving I remember it's like you dance while you're like you're kind of riding yeah, slowly some, yeah something like that and my thing is like that's not what they were doing no they got they should they have got, got out, out. Of the car. was it ring around the Chevy yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> to first to, to ride on the to ride to like ride on these um these nerds by the way I love a 90s nerd I love how like geeky and like yeah it's can, just let, leave them alone guys like get back in the car and go home I know so yeah first of all, and also the car the wild thing is like orange and neon green what with like a fur that? steering wheel and like what zebra print on yeah the back. zebra print I was like what what 
So, but that was her brother's car, though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hers. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, they get out and do the ring around the Chevy and get locked out of the car. Yeah. And the nerves like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> and then I ran off laughing. I think the car was running, too. Yeah, yeah. Am I, okay, that, one thing that didn't really, that stood out to me was like, you just can't have that car sitting right there at that uh, that intersection. No, it's dangerous. Right. It's all kinds of dangerous. It's only like one Bad lane decisions. street. Yeah. But also, like, they're 16 and younger. Right. So they're not smart. And I kept thinking, like, is there going to ca- be a car pull up behind this car? Like, where are the rest of the cars at on this road? Yeah, that's, yeah, it's eerie. Oh, maybe right? it's a spooky yeah. factor. An extra, like, paranormal factor. <laughs> Why are they alone in this town? Yeah. There's no one there. Where's anyone else? Just these those four nerds and then, like, their dad mysteriously shows up, shows up on the bike. Uh-huh. Like, he's just in the neighborhood. Just so happens to be in the neighborhood to catch them. <laughs> maybe he's maybe following them the whole time. He wasn't that surprised. He was like, took it, I don't know. I could see him doing that. Maybe he followed them. You know what? That actually makes a lot of sense because he doesn't trust. Um, Which is fair, obviously. Yeah, look what out. happened. And there they are sitting on the side of the road. Like, if he didn't come, they probably would have still been sitting on the side of the road or bust the window out of the car or something. Yeah, so he tells them they have to go walk home as punishment. Yeah, two miles. Two miles. And then he goes into like, that's such a 90s thing to be able to go to somebody's house and ask to use the phone. That is. You don't just show up at people's houses. Oh, no. You can hit. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, um, he goes to call Kimmy's brother, meanwhile. Which is, yeah, and, they, and also the idea of, in the 90s, remember, remember, remembering phone numbers. Yeah, who remembers any my, I don't even know my mom's number. No, I don't. I have to check every time. Me too. Ugh. Meanwhile, he knows... His daughter's best friend's phone that's, number. Yeah, that's that's such a '90s thing. Okay, so then we're back at home with Jesse and Becky and the kids practicing. He's like drilling them, but he's not even okay. I was I was a little thrown off because he wasn't even like teaching them what it was. He's just like, what is this? What was it, like a, a letter, an F, or a... yeah, it was an F. Yeah, like just, he was asking them, what letter is this? He didn't sound it out. He didn't try to say like frog. Nothing. He was just like trying to make sure. Like, what is this? What yeah. is this? How are they supposed to know? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Maybe that's part of like, because he, another thing is like, you um, you wouldn't know this, but like he, in this season, he's trying to get his high school diploma. Wait. Because he, dro- he didn't graduate high school. Wait. No. What? Yeah. Uh, I, I, so it all insecure. makes sense now. It all makes sense. He's now. not smart. He's insecure. Yeah. But meanwhile, Becky, she went to college. Okay. So she should be no, no better or not like let him lead the way in trying to get the kids into preschool. Yeah, that was not a good decision. That was not a good decision. Yeah, so like the whole this whole scene is about him like being like angry and like not a good like not like just being unpleasant, like stressing the kids out basically cuz yeah. they're like still in their own world basically. Yeah, they, they don't they don't even care. Really he's stressing all. out Becky more than anything, I think. Yeah. Cuz she has to like be there while he's like yelling at his kids. Right. <laughs> to try to recognize a letter. Um yes, yeah, so it's yeah, it's been like the week between like them knowing if they got it or not. Um so then like they have like they're usually in this episode or in episodes they have like the tender moment where like the music will start playing and there's like the lesson of the episode yeah that didn't happen this episode it wasn't like a soft music playing while they talk about it it was sort of in the scene when like they say well it doesn't do, matter it doesn't, it doesn't change anything yeah yeah because i i, I, I kind of thought that was the takeaway from that yeah no matter what like it, do, just, yeah, it doesn't matter if they get in or not like kids will be kids uh-huh like, you want they will just want to be happy right it's okay. it wasn't like a but normally it was sort of a vague Lesson, because normally it's like a concrete lesson. Every episode, you, there's no like an ambiguity to it, right? Okay. But this one, there was kind of like ambiguous. Like, what's the lesson here? What are we trying to learn? Yeah, it, but that doesn't happen a lot. 
with these episodes? Like, no, there's no. There's usually like a clear episode, a clear lesson of like what did we learn this episode? Like, what did we learn this episode? Uh, not to lie on, 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 on applications. I mean, maybe. Ooh, maybe <laughs> since it wasn't clear this episode, Lori Lon didn't learn the lesson. So she did it. <laughs> it wasn't but clear I, enough. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and also, yeah, Michelle delivers a letter. Turns out they got in. Right. But you know, I kind of th- I kind of saw that coming, though. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Um, um, I, I, just, I just, I don't know, because I guess they were, because it proves the point that they don't have to be, like, exceptional two-year-olds before they'll get accepted into this exceptional program so like all the cards are like stacked against them but like it still went through anyways yeah you know yeah so like in on one hand that's a good lesson in life because like yeah just be normal like don't like because i didn't go through all that intense test prep but i still got in also but i did put an insane pressure on myself though it's a different story (laughs) um but also like it's still like mirrors of life where like these parents who like scam can get in anyway right so it's not it's like i feel like it's two different lessons for two different people it's like on one hand if they were good people like good normal people who never scammed it would have been a good lesson okay we if we be ourselves we can get in but also they scanned so scammers can also say oh if we scam we can still get in yeah we don't have to be ourselves we would just pay all this money and we'll still get in yeah yeah so oh this is unclear lesson in this episode so maybe that's our imitated life yeah exactly exactly um so yeah um that's it that's the episode oh i like the episode really <laughs> yeah do you, you go back and like watch and probably not but like would you if you were like forced for some reason to watch <laughs> another episode, would you enjoy it or if you had a if you had a choice between watching full house or watching something modern day like a queer eye episode Oh, if it was between Queer Eye or, or um, Full House, definitely Full House. <laughs> um, but I don't watch I don't watch much TV anyway. Yeah, which is you know, which is why I probably get like I get so drawn into like TV shows. I don't know. Although I, I you know that you that's that TV series. You, oh right, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, of course I did. I've seen like all except for the like last two episodes. Isn't it crazy? He is fucking insane. It's so disturbing. Plus, John Samuels is on that. Yes, he's a, he's a therapist. He is the therapist. Oh, he looks great. He did. He was very sexy in that. Yeah, he was smoking very weed during therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Although I wasn't liking my therapist smoked weed. No. No, I was, I was he's so, he, well. He's a super inappropriate. Spoiler alert: um, If you haven't watched, you skip over this part to the end. Um, he <laughs> is having an affair. Yes, with his patient. Yes, which is not okay. Not okay. But you know, they do say that a lot of um, patients fall in love with their therapist because they they create that very intimate space. I can't. No, well, I can't. I mean, I have a woman therapist, me but too. like. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know too much. Like you wait way, way too much. You know how my brain much. works. Like you know, no. Yeah. No. Right. I can't. You have, but yeah, I feel like people who pick therapists they would potentially be attracted to have like other issues that would even because I I pick my therapist because oh, yeah. I know I there wouldn't be like I'm most comfortable with her. Right. You no, know? not I don't know. Me too. I picked mine as like a, a motherly figure. I picked the one who I wouldn't feel like it's my mother. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like potentially. So, like, I don't want any. Like, I just want completely removed and like separate from. Oh, my life. Huh, that's interesting. My experience. 
don't know. But empathetic, obviously. Right. All right, so how would you wrap it up? I want to talk about my podcast and where it's going. Yes, let's do it. All right, so this is the last episode of the season. Ooh. I'm taking a long break. First of all, I'm oh, going on yeah. vacation next week. Okay. So, and But then I'm not going, like, it's going to be a few months. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I want to like um, be able to plan out the entire season and have my guests plan out all of them for the entire season instead of doing like week by week or two weeks at a time. Okay. Um, and I'm going to re- record like not weekly but let's like get them all like in a big chunk like record them all at once and then yeah. like slowly edit and like take time with editing too like make it better like better sound and sound mixing and like okay. just make it improve the quality basically okay um and also just like because i asked my i was like asking podcasters on twitter like what do they do yeah and they're like oh we do like one podcaster said she did like eight months in advance she she scheduled wow. one eight months in advance okay. but also she like recaps like lifetime movies and they're like, it's more of a commitment. Um, it is. And she like has like real famous people <laughs> she interviews. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just want to like give myself more time. And also like I'm doing themes for each season. So okay. each season will have um, a theme. So what was the theme of the first season? None. I didn't have one. I'm going to start oh, doing themes. So what's the So all the episodes season? will have like um, a common theme to it. I'm not going to say what it is. You're not going to say what it is? I'm going to, when I announce a new season, I'm going to announce what, okay. what the theme of that season is. Okay. So all the episodes will have like something in common because like this season we had like random episode yeah. like random themes and like just like random whatever. Mm-hmm. I just picked whatever I was like felt like doing. But now I'm gonna have like a, a thread for the whole okay. season. Okay. <laughs> um and hopefully in the hiatus I'll be able to make my own theme song too. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and also I just need a break because I do it by myself. I do everything by myself. I do the scheduling. I do the recording. I do the mixing. I do the editing. I do that the promotion. By myself. You didn't want to, like, get an intern or anything? I do, but, like, I feel like part of, like, delegating is, like, learning how to delegate and also, like, knowing what you need to have done. Okay. So, like, part of, like, being able to delegate is like, knowing what I need to do, you know? So, I need to, like, right. get more organized before I can, like, delegate okay. better. Okay. But I would like a producer if you want to produce it for me instead of, because I'm producing it right now, basically. I would, but normally podcasts have producers who, like... Put everything, that do it, that do that? Schedule, at least schedule um, stuff for them. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, but that's. But meanwhile, it's fun. It's been fun. Yeah. I just like do it. I've been doing this just for fun, like for no reason, like not to get money, not to do, just like to have an it's outlet. Like a passion, like a passion project. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's it. that's a season. Thank you for listening. Thank I really appreciate it for listening because like y- people who don't know me listen to it. Uh huh. Which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens, right? Yeah. Because your audience, I'm pretty sure, is going to be the majority of people that you don't know. Yeah. So I also want to grow my audience because I haven't been doing, I haven't had the time to like actually like do more promoting stuff. Yeah, I feel like I can get more followers and get more people to listen. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. It's like in this hiatus, if you really like this, if you like the podcast, like please share it. Yes, please like promote it to your friends, like people like who, who you know, who you think, who you know, like Full House, and also yes. who like would be tickled by the premise of this right have more followers and have more people listen to it and also like to talk to my the people who listen to this yes more often so i like to know like what they think about it and like what episodes they want to talk about like what episodes mm-hmm. they want to like see and like break down so i'm like fascinated by people who like and also like i want to encourage people to go back and rewatch the series yeah to like see how you feel about it 
coming back to it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us like a lot of us like watched it in the nineties and like haven't watched it in a long time. Yes, that is true. That I, was me. I just want like I just want to get more confirmation that it's actually a good show. Because <laughs> I'm still like it. Because I'm like I'm deep into my nostalgia. Okay. And I'm super biased. I'm like insanely biased. <laughs> So I need as much like confirmation that like it's a, or like if you don't think it's a good show, I really want to actually meet people who don't think it's good. I'd be have really you, fascinated. Have you to ran into anybody that? No, it's all see? so far. It's always been people. Like, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Some, but yeah. If you, if you don't like it, like please tell me. Let me know. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty. Sure, well, you you haven't gotten any negative feedback or Mm-mm. no, I haven't. It's some really good feedback so yeah. far. Um, so that's it. That's the season. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, follow me on Instagram, THMBF Podcast on Instagram. That's where I post everything about the about the show. I post post like little pictures about like what we re, what we're recapping. I have like insane bomb captions for all my pictures because like <laughs> I'm a writer, so I like to like be creative with my captions. Mm-hmm. Um, and also while on this hiatus, I'm going to be showing pictures from my previous John Samos Day parties, like the nice. cakes and stuff. Okay, nice. Oh, so delicious. Yeah. And also, like, I'm going to, since I'm into nostalgia, I'm going to be posting, like, recommendations on different nostalgia YouTubers and oh. Instagram accounts and, like, different nostalgia 90s things that you can, like, dig your teeth into while I'm gone. Okay. So it's going to be, like, stuff that I'm still going to be active online, but, like, the, the show won't be around. I want to be, like, promoting old episodes and, like, doing fun stuff without your not full episodes in the meantime. All right, that's it. We did it. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the new artwork for the podcast. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for listening. (laughs) That's the end. Bye. Bye.